0: Before we get started here, do me a favor, wherever you got this podcast, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, and if you have time and you like what you're hearing, make sure you write a review. It really helps us get the word out so we can have a lot more people coming to the party. Hey everybody, I'm St. Paul Peterson. Prince gave me that nickname, and I've been lucky enough to tour with people like the Steve Miller Band, Kenny Loggins, Peter Frampton, Donny Osmond, and few. And when I'm not playing music, I love to run. And this is a podcast about how we stay healthy on the road, physically, mentally, and with our families. Welcome to Music on the Run. Hey everybody, St. Paul here. Welcome to episode 19 of Music on the Run, the seventh interview from the Peterson family Basement. Yay! Yeah, a lot of notes. A yeah. lot of growing up <laughs> has been done uh, within this household, Ooh, and uh, it's an incredibly <laughs> special podcast today. There are musical families that you will recognize. You've heard of them: the Marsalises, the Osmonds, <clears throat> the Wootens, the Nevilles. My next guests are a family that were inducted into the Minnesota Hall of Fame last year. Have played music as a family since they were born. And individually, they've been incredibly successful in life and the music business. Now, hang tight with me, fam. Linda yes. is a singer-songwriter who was the first Peterson to have a record deal with RCA. We'll talk about that a little later. Willard is an incredible <coughs> bass player who's played with everyone from Ben Sidrin to Bob Dylan and spent 25 years in the Steve Miller Band. Patty has won Best Female Vocalist at the Minnesota Music Awards seven times. She's a radio personality and an inspirational speaker. Try. Ricky is a producer, keyboardist, and vocalist who's played with everyone from Prince to David Sanborn and most recently with Fleetwood Mac. Jason is Linda's son who's a gifted saxophonist, keyboardist, (laughs) vocalist who's worked most recently with Michael Bolton. Please welcome my family. The Peterson family. Woo! Man, that, was that was well was done. done. How wow. to sell, you know what's impossible is to summarize you guys in less than, you know, a, an hour and a half. That's what's <laughs> good. You did that really well. Really well, yeah, well done. Yeah, <sighs> I agree. I you really got that together, brother. That's well, what you, I, I, you know, I, I, what you're I doing need to do my research else. for everybody. Because so cool. everybody's got such an incredibly beautiful career uh individually but we're here to talk about the fam today oh nice. boy yeah so here we are oh i forgot i sit in the middle between oh i'm the baby but <laughs> I, I guess i come before Man. you
1: yeah.
0: you're just like a little brother to me though <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: so that's where you fit in
2: that's
0: right yeah yeah <clears throat> So, this is the first live interview for Music on the Run since COVID hit in March. We've done so many different Zoom meetings, and uh, we're doing this safely. want to let you know the crew is back there. Thank you. It's nice to see you guys again. They're all masked up and ready to go. And they look better with their masks. They up. do. Well, yeah. Thank God.
3: At least we know when they're smiling because their eyes smile. Right. Masquerade
4: yeah. ball every day. Yeah. That's right. That's
0: right. Well, we had a little concert last <laughs> night.
5: Yes, we did. Oh, we were with the Bruners last night and. And we had a packed house in a the drive-in theater. It was like a drive-in. So. It was,
0: yeah. So yeah. they had a, a tent when they had some tables in there that were you know, uh, distant from each other. It was really, I thought they did hell. Really well job. done. Yeah.
5: And plus the fact they had everybody at least about eight feet apart. Are you Okay. Yeah.
3: No. I'm, Are you no, watching? I, Here you go. No, I'm <laughs> some water. gonna be okay. there. Of course, of course, it's gonna happen right now as yeah, the cameras go on. Yeah. Of course it is.
5: But they had everybody about six to eight feet away in tables, and you right. know, and they had little family tables, and everybody was pretty COVID, you know, conscious. Right. As if, if everybody believes, you know, it's it's a thing.
4: So they've got a limited menu, and they. I was yeah. talking to the owner, and she said there's a lot of refuse now because everything's just used once and they're throwing it away immediately. Right. Right. But she said the limited menu seems to work. People are just happy to be able to get out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it was well there done, was as you crack. said, you know, and
5: Well, safe. Andrew and uh, uh, Ian, the, the Wallace boys, they went uh, to the city council and did many meetings with them to figure out what they could get, get away with. And every county's different on that deal. So they right. spent oh. a long time... You yeah. know, working Literally. the details out with the cops and everybody, yeah. so they'd be compliant with it with doing the vendor a lot yeah. of work yeah. for those guys. I
4: actually saw Mary get up and make somebody sit down one of the little gals was kind of walking around wanting to oh, be yeah. friendly with everybody and Mary kind of shushed her and yeah.
0: sat down well she didn't want to lose that <laughs> no that's no,
1: no, no, right? true, true. true.
0: Yeah.
3: but I think heart. on a positive note you like yeah. you said we were in this concert last night the first time we've done a summer concert in oh. so long I can't tell you because well, a- mostly you guys are on tour right, you've right. just come home so we're always the pump is primed to yeah we're music, ready but- to go but but <clears throat> I think we're coming off that energy and that high and that love that we experienced for nearly two hours on stage last night, and that's why it's so perfect to do this with you today. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, yeah, we've been hanging for the last week, uh, rehearsing in this very basement, by the way. Right.
4: Right. (laughs) Where we all grew up. By (laughs) the way, what
0: does this this basement, this house mean to you? Linda, why don't we start with you? Oh,
4: I remember Dad pulling up. We were going up to Aunt Joanne's, and none of the freeways were done yet, so we have to take the lakes around so dad would go to Penn and go go around to Lake Harriet and then whatever was next Calhoun and Lake of the Isles to get to the, the north side where my mom's our mom's sister lived and he came up 63rd street we were living on 60 second four hundred five Humboldt when and, and so 63rd was the main thoroughfare and Billy maybe you remember this too pulled up beside this vacant lot and he saw Harry Tickner the Somebody known to him who was a builder Mm -hmm. here in Richfield, and Dad got out of the car, Mm -hmm. and we all waited, and he went up and struck a deal with Harry Tickner to buy that house on the corner, buy that lot lot, on the corner, and they struck a deal and to build this house. I remember that day, like yesterday. What year was that? Oh, 59, maybe? 58. 58, 58. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. I think I was the... You were a baby still in right. that house, and Everybody we moved here when... It was yeah. done in 59?
3: We were here for Thanksgiving of 58.
4: We were. Oh, wow. In this
3: house? Yeah. yeah. Oh, were we? I'm pretty sure really? that's what I remember. Because
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> you were a baby when we moved here, Ricky. Yeah. Were you born on Humboldt? I think yeah, so. he yes. was. I mm. remember being mad because also. the folks let me stay overnight at Carol Sullivan's That's house. right. And, you stay away, and, and yeah, I was. I was on an overnight with my little girlfriend, and I came home, and there's the baby, and I was so mad at what mom and, and dad role? for <laughs> That's funny. for hey. what? For not letting me be home when the baby was coming home.
1: Oh. I was, and I had
4: my nose out of oh, joint. Dear. <laughs> How old were you when he was born? I think it was eleven. 10 or 11. (laughs) That was a big deal. That was a big deal. Yes. And I was not present. No. Sorry. I remember just. when you came <laughs> home from the hospital. I was 4 and and not not happy right away, but
1: it's <laughs> still I, not incidentally. I was, incidentally. I was so curious. <laughs> I was so spoiled. <laughs>
4: I, was spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I was spoiled and then there came hey, I I this want want to know she felt <laughs> <out> about <laughs> my coming home. Well, I was used to, you no know, well, not you know, i got used to him. Nothing I <laughs> could have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> 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 we Billy. were pretty good buds, though, Billy. Mm.
0: Billy, how much music has been played in this basement? Oh man! Well, when I was a kid,
5: you know, in the in the '60s, you know, Dad and Mom would let me have rehearsals over here all the time. You know, and you guys were you were just a little kid, man. When I, I was already growing up playing yeah. bands with Dad, and you were three or four years old, right? So he would let me have. A big band, I'll never forget it, we'd set up over where Davide is sitting over there. A big band would be in this basement. He'd let me rehearse with Mickey McLean. Mickey McClain, I remember yeah. those days. I remember. K-9, yeah, guard I was hanging in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, back in the, in the 60s, you know, I mean, uh, Jack Gillespie, uh, the guy that got me that, that tour with the Righteous Brothers, was Dad's uh, right. uh, running buddy, Jack. You know Jack. Yeah. 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 And so Bobby and I... We could read music. I had the big, big amp, B twenty five amp or whatever it was, so I could read and I could play the show, right? So that was well, back in the, in the mid six sixty seven. Yeah, you know, because yeah. there were no venues. We used to play in uh, armories. Yeah, that, yeah. like I'll, that. Hor- horrible venues. <laughs> right. Found, yeah, but that's but, that, but the that's of music that was played down here in this basement was oh. with all the people that came Name,
0: through here. You now. guys named some people. To, anybody can oh, chime yes. in here. Eddie you, Harris, I'll never forget that. Eddie Harris, you know, when yeah. I toured with Eddie Harris? Yeah. Back, well, that's when
5: Time was about 18. I think I got him the gig with Eddie Harris. Mm-hmm. Eddie knew me from Chicago. Yeah, and true. Rufus Reed is a good friend of mine, you know, from mm-hmm. Chicago. and He he kind of made the tie, I think, because he was in New York. And Eddie was still kind of playing in Chicago, and then I started touring with Eddie. But that, Eddie Harris, I mean, you know, he wrote I was Freedom Jazz when Dance. he was here. You know, yeah. Yeah,
3: okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sitting on the corner of listening to him play yeah. right here. I remember. Well, her. I'm, oh, I was going to say, mom had a grand, mom and dad had a grand piano. This was a chandelier at one right. point, point. and that so I the grand right here piano here the book, lived right here. Yeah. And right. so, you know, just even personally, when I was trying to learn how to sing, mom would have me stand, you know, as a young singer, and she would teach me breathing and where to project <laughs> from. I never had lessons beyond. What mom did, right standing at yeah. this particular piano. Oh, wow. So, But there was two Hammond organs down here. There was drums. There was bass. What else was downstairs here? The baby, oh,
0: baby well, bass. Everything yeah. was
5: set up just like it is The now. baby bass yeah. is in the yeah, other room. Say, I mean,
0: yeah. Not as much has
1: changed. No. Not I know
3: either. David Sanborn was down here. Howard right, Roberts yeah. came through. Brenda Russell Joe Olita Sample. Adams, Joe yeah, Sample,
5: Ian, you yeah. yeah. right. spent a day. I can um, remember Uma. Steve Miller, Joey Frenchesco, J- Jody yeah. Christian from yeah. Chicago. <laughs> you know, he won the award with with Mom. What was that award? We went to yeah, Chicago. Uh, the ja- ja- jazz, jazz masters, Art. arts Midwest. Jazz. Oh. Right. Yeah. Jazz Jody Christian, won marvelous with, with Eddie. He was playing right. with Eddie in those days, right. So. And Steve Miller. Steve Miller was down oh, here. University of University. Wow. We all met yeah, right. right? Yeah. Right. right. We're um, no party. She had a great big 1970 party. I'll never forget it. And oh. she had a hell of a party. And, it, and Nick Nolte was here. I remember oh, that. Well, yes. he, they all they cut their teeth, teeth at the
1: Old Log At the Old Log yeah,
0: exactly right. He forgot you're, his yeah. album here. Wait, yeah. I have, a, a, by the way, Nick Nolte, if you're yeah. listening, I have, I think I might have just given it away. I have a record of yours yeah, that uh, I uh, uncovered underneath the stairs. That's For right. real, literally, well, just he probably you know, found this record. Probably yeah. he left
3: it here. It was Electric Lucifer. I think that's they wanted exactly to listen the... to
0: it. I yeah. remember yeah. it. Oh, wow!
5: <laughs> so I can't Next. believe you remember. Oh, I remember because
3: uh, it, it was weird. Right, right.
5: <laughs> it was terrible, scary. Was <laughs> scary. Years ago. Electric Lucifer. That was scary.
3: That's it was like sirens and such. How funny
1: is that? Let's go, Patty. Why do you
0: think? the family <laughs> gravitated towards music it could have been anything else in the world why music oh i
3: think be- when your parents play and create and sing and practice music because it's their living in the home you're growing up in you have no choice but to absorb that yeah, right. language right. and uh, i mean i i've been writing down a lot of thoughts for a future book and one of the things I said was, I think music was our second language, but at times I think it was our first language. And whether we wanted to or not, we were your normal kids who took lessons, and we had piano and organ lessons, and clarinet lessons and flute lessons, but the, the environment in which we grew up, like Linda says, we cut our teeth on yeah. this music, really became how we expressed ourselves as we grew older. Now, I had no idea I was going to become a vocalist. I kind of wanted to be a teacher in Peru. Why? I don't know. (laughs) A teacher in Peru? I I have no idea. I don't know. But, but (laughs) as it turns out, I think that how can you escape what's going on in your own home? And I think they probably saw the glimmer of the talent in us as we were getting older and would start to, oh, sing this note, or or when we were really tiny. Well, we all gravitated towards
5: the instruments that were here, too. Well, they, they, were they were all right? just leave, leave the instruments oh, around. Dad and Dad, we... Dad, Mom had rehearsals down here all the time. <gasps> In the 50s, hands. 60s. 50s, 60s. okay. they had people down here all the time. They right. were doing jingle um, demo tapes, for because Dad was a jingle writer also. Well, oh,
0: wait a minute. So before you tell the story, yeah. talk about mom
5: and dad and their history a little bit well that's, I wish I knew more about dad but uh i mean they they had spent time in WCCO they were uh they were staff um musicians at WCCO radio for in the 40s and 50s, I believe. Am I right? My mom started it in the 30s. Really. <gasps> uh, she uh, was, Patty, 15. She was yeah.
3: 15 when she started, and well, she was a going, CBS
4: radio.
5: Yeah, right? CBS right. radio, right. but it was CCO. Here, she'd
3: right?
4: bring her homework yeah. to the store. Oh, really? And to the station. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So
5: you guys chime in on that one. Yeah.
4: Before. Well, she'd she go out on gigs and yeah. do her homework on the breaks. Her her older brother Donald was a saxophone player. Ooh. Would take her out on gigs and yeah, and. She, well, it was okay because he was of age yeah. and
5: normal children is kind of the jury's out on that. Yeah, how <laughs>
4: normal. We were. Patty gave me a sign that's normal. That says, growing up
2: with all that, remember as far as us,
4: everyone knows, we're a nice, normal yeah. family. <laughs> I yeah. have that hanging in my kitchen. That's right. <laughs> well, then you
2: you used to ask your your friends like, "What we instrument does your dad?" Play? Oh
4: yeah, we did. It was <laughs> like every your parents must play too. Well, my dad's piano player, organ player. What does your dad play? Yeah, well, like, sure
1: we it's, all assume instead that instead of what does your dad do right right right, right. Now, what, <coughs> what instrument does he play right? exactly and i really,
4: i love this story because dad and mother had to work a lot and and we would be grandma would babysit us but dad had one of those first small bases and billy was interested in the bass and oh. he would put the bass under the grand piano don't billy don't touch this. It's very, very <laughs> fragile. Oh, wow. Those are the magic. And you, and you live that
5: too, man. You you do that to your kids and, it works. and it oh, works, yeah, yeah. that works. Oh, yeah. totally It's psychology. psychology. Hey, you that Don't ever touch that. That's don't my know. buddy's bass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. don't ever. And then so the minute he left, I used to be so paranoid of putting it back in the and right place. In the right spot. Exactly. I used to no. mark There's a hair hanging out. Dad's going to find out I played the bass. Oh. And it was an old aluminum upright student bass. You know, I was probably... Fourteen. I was already playing electric. Yeah, the K but bass he, The K bass and he'd "Oh
0: forget my it. God. Where bass is, bass. is that bass? Uh, long, long gone. gone I brought that
5: bass home. Do you know? I gave it to somewhere. BJ. Uh, uh, um, BJ Bonin. BJ Bonin. Ooh, he might still have, he it. still have Wow, well, I
0: bet he does. He's a musician as well. I know. He's
5: yeah, yeah. So I BJ, playing. I gave it to him as a kid. It's just a hey. I got. You know, I had all these basses in those years, and I just gave it to him because he was interested. Yeah. BJ yeah. being a cousin. Uh, yeah, flowers. Yeah, Ricky. What were you going to say? I was going to say that I remember playing that bass down here when you had the new the Ampeg.
0: Uh, bass amp, and it was all brand new. Well, the baby bass, too. Well, no, I didn't band band. play that, but that we, I, I'd take that
5: K bass out, and I remember playing, uh, I'm gonna have something about him will make you dance. Oh, on.
0: sign if that was bo. Yeah. Just
5: loud. Just, loud. Just a distorted that and tearing around. around. Right? It was great. Was <laughs> it. Oh, man, yeah.
3: There you go. Yeah, so,
5: that was a good one. What else were we gonna talk about that one? That was uh, growing up, and dad actually. Um, I remember when we were hanging with him they, the times that we got to hang with him <laughs> he would take us um, like to the armory when he was setting up a big band to play for um, Sonny and Cher. Sonny and share and and the righteous brothers and that yeah. kind of thing I remember wow. him uh, taking me with him to do that but that besides that was the baseball games because he was the organ player at right. the twins' right? nice. with the twins for years so know, mm. until he passed in 69, or 67.
4: I remember age, going 68. down to that show, and it was only Sonny who played because Cher was having her baby. Exactly. That was the, He was like,
5: having Chastity. Yeah, oh. yeah, ah. yeah. Yeah, yes. I went. Or it was a miscarriage or something. I don't I,
4: remember. I, I don't remember, but I Who's thought she was having baby? the yeah. baby, and it was just Sonny. I just remember that, too, man. Yeah, do like, you remember well, Elliot
5: Fine yeah. was the drummer, Yeah, oh. and, and Elliot's kid, Lee, uh, well, I mean, Lee, Leo. No, wait a minute. Leo was Elliot singing. Fine. Elliot Fine. And Elliot's incredible? son was a, a drummer, a Milo Fine. Oh, yeah. And oh yeah. He yeah. went there and he and I were singing uh, Marrakesh Express in the cars when we went down Oh, you're Wow. <laughs> you remember that? 61. Like, 67? 67? Had, to had to be. Wow. Oh, wow. Jason. Jason! This way! Jason! <laughs> Wake up! I'm learning uh, yeah. a bunch. No,
2: learning a bunch of stuff I didn't know. Oh, well, he missed.
4: Guy. He that's missed true. his granddad right. by one month. I was expecting Jason. Right. and Dad died.
0: Dad died at 48. Well, yeah, and right. I,
4: I can remember saying to dad in the TV room, "Oh, dad, you're gonna you're gonna live to see your grandchild." You know, in oh. those days we didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. And right. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, and right. of
0: course, he dad, was what did you? It. What did you have, by the way? <laughs> 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 uh, oh. The great reveal. I had, a, I had a baseball <laughs> player. According that picture, it was
4: Andre the Giant. <laughs> Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You might have to throw that one up there. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah.
0: Well,
4: I remember coming over here because Paul was the last of Mom and Dad's litter, so Mom had a little money by the time Paul was a little kid. and Of course, I had none because I had Jason Young, and so he, I can remember. We Jason, very poor. Can I? Can I you, you think Uncle Paul let me borrow a whatever? <laughs> This or that. I said, Well ask him, honey. I'm sure he will. And yeah. mom, well, dad
5: and mom rehearsing down here. But I wanted to add to that that conversation, I'd come down, remember I would, would yell, Hey, I'm, I gotta have breakfast, I'm going to school. They'd be down here rehearsing because they had to go to work. But rest right. of the morning the show was uh, uh, a it, Bob it Was Bob and it morning.
3: started at seven. Yeah.
5: Yeah. So I mean it was yeah, <laughs> they did the music,
3: kid, which more, were two minute tunes. Can't imagine. Yeah. And, yeah. and they sang the commercials
5: well and that's Life. that's how I got to play with the Righteous Brothers because they mm. wouldn't bring musicians you know oh, with man. them yeah. and so, so Jack Gillespie they always hired out. I think <clears throat> contracted that that whole show with the Righteous Brothers and <clears> throat> throat> went on a, a small mini tour you know wow <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> but they wouldn't <laughs> like bands, famous people like that sometimes wouldn't carry their band, they, hence the Wrecking Crew making all those, Carol yeah. oh, Carol, right. Carol Kay and, you know, Hal right, right, Blaine, right, and they right. were how many million records were they on, you yeah. know, so they they just sit in the studio, all day, yeah. and they, the guys would go out and tour behind their records. But Gillespie <laughs> so, would hire Dad as the as the yeah. main, main arranger guy, yeah. and main, you know,
4: the orchestra of
1: right. his dad. Well, yeah. I it played was,
4: a, a job, of, oh, I want to say maybe five years ago at our Calhoun Beach Club here with Russ our first cousin who is a bit older than we are and played with our dad quite a bit. And this particular configuration was me on piano, Russ on horn, a bass player drummer, and another horn player, another trumpet player. And Russ said to me, you know, this job here is a dinosaur. He said, in Mm. the old days, your dad would have three of these bands in the Calhoun Beach Club. There wasn't even a vocalist. It was we were just playing background for some I don't know three M or a big convention out there, and wow. he said your dad would have the society bands in three sure. ballrooms here, and then more bands over at another country club. All so, dad street, was yeah. a society yeah. band leader, mm. well known, and they theater. were successful, very. Okay. Yes, well, I mean, that that's the, what they, they did. They paid yeah. cash for this house musicians yeah. paying cash for yeah, a beautiful house it's like this. Yeah. yeah. In the fifties. They borrowed five thousand dollars from grandma and paid her right back in that first year, but they paid cash wow. for this house.
5: Well that dad, dad would have ten bands out under his name in the sixties. Yeah. yeah. You know, he and Jerry yeah. may and they had all the
4: good work. Uh, they you know, had the Minnesota twins. Dad played all the style shows down at yeah. Dayton's I go as a young yeah. girl down to those style shows, Dayton's which is now Macy's and, and mom was
5: was she, was she home like like uh Taking care of the kids mostly when Dad was doing all this stuff, or was she on those gigs too?
4: She would be the band leader. Dad mind, would be a band leader the band. on one, Marty okay. Lee yeah. on another, mother yeah. on another. And sure. I don't know who all he used, but he had well, several band leaders, right, Billy? Mm, and
3: many, and he'd yeah. have
4: many bands out in a given yeah. evening and well, I That's think Dad also open,
3: created so. the template of being. He worked from home, and so he <coughs> contracted from our home office. Mm-hmm. And yet, then he would go out and play the different gigs or or whatever sure. it was that was needed of him. And I remember this more after the uh, the time that they spent doing music with WCCO Radio when before canned music came in. But so that was a really hip thing to have your dad at home, even though Mom was still. Responsible, more responsible for all the kids and the meals. For suppers, there was a meal
4: on the table every night. Every <laughs> night, all
3: of us sitting around <clears> the table for dinner, and but but that was really cool because both parents were home.
4: I
5: remember Dad going away in the mornings, though, because he would come home uh, in the '60s, and he would come home. Like, it was like a normal job, I think. Didn't he? Don't didn't he have like a? <gasps>
3: <gasps> yeah, he sold. Ha- uh, oh, that's right. Of course, he did. Right. He sold Hammonds. <laughs> he, yeah, did. He, he did.
5: He did. He, he Odeens, at Odeen's Odeen's at Odeen's, Odeen's, was one of the Hammonds. Well, right. Though. Wow. That's what it was. Yep. We and and had go a garage and I Hammond's, you guys. The garage was full of the left side or the right side yeah. of the garage was yeah. all Hammond's no. wow. in the boxes.
3: Well,
4: now you know where you get it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got right. the pack rat from them. <laughs>
4: no, right. I now I got EVPAs in there. <laughs> yeah, the basement still looks like when mom and dad were here, Paul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, do you so think fun. that, I mean, of course, dad died when we were all young. Do you think mom was... And dad were surprised that we all chose the life that they chose.
5: Well, I I, you that. guys hadn't done that yet by yeah. the Our dad had no, passed. No. I mean, he knew I was working all through high school from sophomore year on with yeah. dad's bands. Man. Wow. Every weekend. I had to like beg to take a weekend off because right. he needed musicians. Yeah, Billy was the only one yeah. I knew to right start here. playing. Well, see, I could read and stuff. Dad yeah. would have all these shows and 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 so. I wouldn't be playing straight. It was no jazz. It was right. like what he called a society, jobbing dates, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they call Casuals. Casuals. Casuals, like in yeah. L.A., yeah. yeah. One-nighters. Dates. Yeah. One-nighters, yeah. yeah. And, and right. so would I'd be That's playing like polkas. Then, sure. I'd be playing yeah. every genre of music you could believe, Shadish's, Johan Pusnipkin. Yeah. you know. I, I guess that sounds painful. Yeah. We have to play to be, it. You Margie, know, <laughs> you know. My,
3: my you just scat garg- singing? What were you saying? Johan Pusnip. Pusnip
5: yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> know, <laughs> can, I, can
3: I go back to one of your original it's questions? That's That's How did it all get started with mom and dad? And I and I think we touched on it within the realm of this house, but maybe people would like to know that you were in their teens Uh, I think they met because of the big band scenario that they would have. And and I think when a dad was playing piano in a band that played her high school, from what I remember reading from mom's journals after she was gone. But she tells the story, and Linda, you can help me, is that back in the day when... She was 19 years old. There was one car. Yes. And the one car would go pick up all the musicians. They had a gig at Excelsior Amusement Park. Oh. Okay. And then the girl singer had to choose to sit on somebody's lap. Mm-hmm. She looked around mm-hmm. at everybody and looked at dad and said, you're cute. And the rest is his <laughs> So there you go.
5: They were 17. They worked at Dance Land where the Rolling Stones played in 65. Oh. Right. And Dude, I meant at well, Dance Land. We never saw game. that. No. Saw
1: kids no, no, but they had...
4: mom told the story and it's just really kind of. Yeah. It's fun to I- include but that. But you can, you can embellish on that. This is something I didn't know. Patty, tell about about the dream when Mother was in her last days.
3: Well, mom spent a
4: lot of time sleeping, but I said,
3: I asked mom, are you dreaming? What are you seeing? And so she mm-hmm. spoke like the young girl, like 16 years old. And she you asked her, about about her how sister. old are you, right? Yeah, I did. I had the guts to ask her <laughs> and then document it. And uh, she said, Oh, I'm with Joanne and I'm with, with Willie and he's cute. I think he likes me. <laughs> and she says she's 16 <laughs> and she didn't talk wow. about the music, but I yeah. had no idea. I'm thinking, oh, that's nice, Mom. You're, you know, I didn't quite believe her at this point. But then when I read the journals after she yeah. left and I see this story depicted, I went, oh. oh wow. yeah.
1: It was okay.
3: real. But, 16, yeah. 17, North High. Dad's in a band that's playing her, her hmm. dance, I guess. And right. um, he wanted to dance with his girlfriend, so they asked her to go up and suffer, and she wasn't happy.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's
5: both wow. a great story. I, I didn't know, I know that one. That yeah, is a good, a good story. One. Yeah.
3: And,
1: uh, so,
3: anyway, music has been our life ever since they yeah. got together, and that's how they made their living, end of line. And right. that's it. it. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Right. That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember mom being gone every single weekend gigging yeah. when I was growing up because I was four when dad passed. Ooh. You were at home and you took care of me. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You we two, the-
0: used to. We're three, gone. Three Musketeers. That's right. right. Yeah, pretty three, much. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Jason. Yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to make sure you're awake over there. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something about your mom that most people don't know. Tell me about your mom.
2: Wow. G, G- rated. Okay. <laughs> My mother is a great Italian food cook. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because we we when I was a kid, we would move around. She did gigs in New York and Atlanta, and, and with Pops. And you guys had a trio, right? right? You guys would work with. So, you got an Italian meatball uh, <laughs> recipe from when we lived in North Hollywood, right? We lived
4: in North Hollywood at the time, and they were so unprogrammed for children. That there wasn't even a <laughs> kindergarten. Wow. That the explains first, a the lot. First, right? The first grade had only a half day. He was swimming in the pool with. Him. I met
2: Michael Jackson in the cast of The Wiz when I was six.
4: Up the street up the, at the yep. pool.
2: I'd go that. sneak I over to anything. the hotel and, and break into the hotel and hang
4: out, and Michael Jackson was like, hi, I'm Michael. But what he's and, re- referring to but, is the super of the building. Yeah. They were from they were from the East Coast, Jersey or something, and she, and she was very Italian. Right. And she showed Cherokee, me. Cherokee, right? That was on Cherokee, yeah. North Cherokee, just off Hollywood Boulevard. And they they showed me how to make sauce from scratch and mm-hmm. put a potato in the sauce to thicken it up and put a a pork bone in there and to you that taught me the difference between Italian parsley and regular curly mm-hmm. leaf parsley and so you guys would all agree uh,
2: that Linda's a heck of a
4: cook oh yes, no, yeah, I would She's agree she got the real
2: too. deal Italian hey, down
5: but so. <laughs> was in New York mm-hmm uh, when you had your record deal on RCA, was Jason, were you living here or in New York? No, did I. all li- went
4: out and recorded
5: in 72? I lived in New York
4: then. Remember, you drove out with Lynn Ann and yes. Teresa and Tracy, <clears throat> your oldest your girls camp, were. Little, little, little baby. Tracy, Tracy was a baby. Uh, we didn't even have Vanessa yet. It was just so Tracy. That
2: was 76. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Did. When did we
4: cut the stuff for RCA? 75 ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they flew Billy Don out on a, right? a record RCA, deal. Right? Don Heckman, who went on to be the uh, L.A. Times critic, still mm-hmm. is a very good friend of our family. He yeah. he did a nice critique on Patty when she played vibrato not too long ago. Right. But anyways, remained a family friend and and was my mentor and was the uh, A&R guy at RCA and signed me on. I was a naive kid from Minnesota, and I happened to call on a weekend Thanksgiving weekend, and actually got through not realizing you don't do that, you don't You just get through to right. the power. Did he that pick be. the phone up? Picked the phone up, wow, <laughs> <laughs> liked my speaking voice on the phone, so What's decided to talk to me. Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. So I just got in the door where you never wow. really would.
2: Did he get you on
0: Spotify?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Spotify was a thing <laughs> yeah. back then. That's quite a few years ago.
0: What about musically with your mom? <clears throat> talk to me a little bit about her, you music know.
2: <clears throat> We were driving over to come over and film today, and one of the things that I said to her was, I love how she always kind of pushes the envelope and tries to learn new tunes, and like we did uh, Kisas, we did a Latin song. She always strives to like add to her repertoire and do cool stuff, and and she makes me do it too, and all yeah. of us do it too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
5: So, well, right. she, besides the, right. the fact that she's one of the great piano players in the And
2: songwriter. Yep. Yes, I was We're waiting some for somebody to say that. Songs, yep. ever I'm
3: Prolific. Yeah. This song. great songwriter.
2: Well, and, and
3: fun songs. See, it's like blues tunes that people, by the time you get done playing them a few times, everyone's
4: singing along on them. Yeah, well, I said, as I get older, I'm writing silly songs. I'm. I used to write love songs and, oh, you know, right. all the passion of youth and stuff. <laughs> now my song titles are Too Late to Leave Early, um, <laughs> If It Works, Don't Fix It, right. and you Got to Be Somewhere. Yeah. yeah so, it. I Perfect. mean, I just,
5: right. I yeah. remember I, I gave you good. a melody, Sam, he the great guitar player. Oh, yes. came up And you, I said, Linda, what, what can you do with this? Write some lyrics. She'd call me back, like, the next day she,
4: yeah, had, she had the whole song. Thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that. So what a gift. Yeah. I love that. Really Patty nice. needed a, <clears throat> Patty is the pleasure of being a grandma. And I, and I do not have that pleasure. So I don't think from that perspective and Patty's all also had a, a little health scare. And she said, you know, I want a song this year that depicts how thankful I am on so many fronts. And she said, well, you yeah, think about it and see what you could come up with. And I, I jumped in her brain and thought about how it would be to be her from her health care standpoint and her thankfulness of being a grandma and watching her progeny sit around her table at Christmas. And, and so I did come up with a song for her and it was fun to write from that perspective, you know. That's great. Something specially for you. Yeah, you know? beautiful too. Yeah, mm, wow. it really is. And Which one beauty. was it? That, I am and thankful. I know, know. 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 thankful. No, no, no.
3: And my grandkids made a debut. So that like Yeah, they sang on it. So that whereas was Whereas really our fun. kids were on some of our recordings. Mm. Now my grandkids mm. were on that mm. recording. So Very cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and a, including a, I love You Grammy. At the oh, end, yeah. it was oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. You know,
5: that, same thing. Dad used to get us when we were little kids to yes. sing on all these commercials. <laughs> I don't yes. know you got in on I that. I did. Oh, did no. Yeah.
3: Ricky and I did. We had our own little... Time frame as well, and so did our kids. Because then I did that for you
4: did that our kids. Right. Yeah, and for my daughter too. That, you that's, that's what when I, I did. It, Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, that was really cool. So, what mm-hmm. commercials did you do? Because I mean, well, I we did Laura Scudder potato chips. Oh,
5: uh, Scudder to the West I remember Coast. singing with Len Dressler and the in the singers. On, was it the singers Unlimited? No, the Hilos guys. Okay, oh, Was my it gosh. From Chicago. And Len was it was the bass singer. Is it the singers Unlimited or the Hilos? One of the Anyway, he this this was um, Alice Chalmers. Oh the tractor yes. people. Yeah. and Dad, remember we we used to play that. Well, it was a, I had a, a
0: little boy. My voice record. Said, uh-huh. I remember playing the record on Dad's. I actually
3: remember the song yeah. mm-hmm. too. So. You do? So, yeah, I do. No. Alice Chalmers, the tractor, tractor people, people present got a tractor for you that <laughs> that'll really go. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And there you have it. And there you have this it. This week's podcast sponsored in part by... Alex Chalmers. Alex Chalmers. Alex? Alex? Alex Chalmers.
3: Oh, Alex. Um, <laughs> and we did Dairy Queen and Tombstone. Oh, Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. yeah no, we did Dairy uh, Queen. Uh, the Sound of Music before it became Best Buy. Uh, right. what, oh, how many oh, commercials have we done? Well,
1: that's,
0: that's done? modern Our day lives. stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Pillsbury I mean, and General Mills and... But
5: did you work for Mom and Dad doing commercials in her dad?
3: Yes, Dad mm-hmm. had us do um, the... T- let's see he had us do maltomeal. meal that's okay. right mm. it was malto meal and then probably probably some other ones yeah mm. well, i remember doing malto
5: meal and yeah. we did um,
3: yo-yos were free in Maltomeal. That's correct. You'll never forget it. <laughs> I can sing that.
5: Yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo-yo. Yo-yo, 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 yo-yos are free in Maltomeal. yo yo
0: yo Oh, my
5: God. You remember <laughs> the I do. You guys sang
3: that? Yep. Yes. That? Yep. We did.
5: Crazy. And I remember doing a, a thing for Sarah Lee Cakes, too, over at oh. the old uh- Sound 80 Huh. And Billy did the voiceover for it, and oh, I had to man. show my hands. His hands were too
1: old-looking, oh, so they used them on my hands big, in the yes, commercial.
5: Yeah. I did the voiceover? You did the voiceover. Wow. Yeah. It showed your little hands.
3: Oh, honestly. <laughs> <Cute>. <laughs> Grandma, oh, my gosh. Uh,
2: wrote a bunch of really big jingles, didn't he? Sure did. Dad? Hams, beer. So, Hamster
3: was actually Ernie Garvin who came up with it. But he collaborated with Dad all the time. Okay. Ernie came up with the cardboard box sounding like a tom tom.
2: Okay, right. Yeah. What what, are, what were some of the big? Well, ones that, was, that was. I, I
4: remember he sitting on the floor with Dad, and there was uh, some people come in from Chicago who wanted to really. You got to come. You got to write a commercial, really quick for Northwest Airlines. And I remember oh, yeah. sitting. Up, so we were already in this house, but sitting on the floor with Dad. I was about twelve and. He was writing that Northwest Orient Bong Airlines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that they stole it from him.
3: Nice of them. They never gave him credit. Was it they Chicago or them,
4: L.A.?
3: I think it was Chicago. They brought Chicago. it to L.A. They brought it yeah. to L.A. Mm-hmm. And they wow. took it. And they yeah. just so said, yeah, the business
0: hasn't changed at all. since. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful right. business we've chosen. <laughs> right.
3: But what but, but I think is interesting about that is dad never did anything about he it. He
4: didn't. He wasn't.
3: So and there was another time when there was a a critic from the paper who, when he was playing his jazzy tunes as a Minnesota Twins organist,
5: Will Will, Will something his yep, name was? exactly. Was and
3: I'll, I'll think about man. it. And he really kind of, yeah. like Dad, did the Star Spangled Banner with flourishes. Yeah, and he took him to task in an article.
1: Mm. And oh. Dad
3: never never touched it. Never did anything. Yeah. I didn't get that. Uh, I didn't I
2: don't, hear that I don't one. Go get them.
3: It's it's somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. around. It's it's Will. Wow. What was his
5: name, man? Do you remember Will something? Yeah. Was it Will Rogers? It. No, no. But no. he had a picture, yeah. I big can see glasses, it. big.
4: And I, gl- I remember that yeah, cartoon. cartoon.
5: Yeah, it was a cartoon of him. Yes. The... Anyways,
4: I'm sure Siri could tell He's us. Weird.
0: Yeah. Hey, Linda, <laughs> talk about your little brother here a little bit.
4: Oh, tell me about Billy, Billy Boy, we 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 were good buds, still are. He, he would pick me up at Richfield Bank when the he, he and his buddies were seniors in high school and I had my first job and we'd go to Henry's Drive In and have cokes.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> and, and, uh, and
4: wow! On Lindale there we were just good, just good buddies. I mean, yeah. we didn't do music together in those days. I mean, right. but we certainly did later on. I I was um gonna go to Denmark in 1985 and I been singing carol king songs she was my hero as who i came up with in the business and billy said to me look if you're going to go to denmark and go hang in europe you have got to put a jazz book together there that's what they want over there and he made me learn my first jazz tune round mm-hmm. midnight by Thelonious monk oh. and totally turned me into a jazz singer and we made our yeah. my first jazz record in Copenhagen in 1985. It's you know, so all of Billy's, <laughs> all <laughs> of Billy and Beb Syndrome were playing in Paris, and our good buddy Bob Rock, Bob Rockwell, great tenor player, had mm-hmm. already moved to Copenhagen, and he was my pal, and so our pal, and so I hooked up with him, and I had this cute tune that a priest friend of ours gave me the title of it. Our friend, Father Bill McGrade would come out after Catholic Charities on Wednesday nights and see mm-hmm. whoever of us might be playing around town. Well, at that time, I was playing at the Holiday Inn at the airport. And it was Wednesday night. In comes Father Bill, plunks himself on the bar barstool about 11 o'clock. It was the days when we worked the 9-to-1 shift. Right, All yeah. right. yes. Anyway, he said, well, Linda, too late to leave early. Yeah. And I said, oh boy, Father Bill, that's got a good song title there. So anyway, I ended up writing a uh, uh, now what is kind of my signature song called Too Late to Live Early. So I had that tune and a few others in my arsenal, and Billy and Ben Sidron were playing in Paris. I had run into Bob Rockwell and a few other great musicians in Copenhagen, and I, uh, Billy. Butch Lacey. Butch Lacy, uh, yes. Doug and Rainey. Doug Rainey. Yarna Raspold. Yarna Raspold yeah. and, and found a great studio that we were later told sounded like the old Blue Note recordings. Wow. So I said, Dick Billy. Big Vifu Studios, oh. Philip we, Vivo. Yeah, and yeah, I, I said, For "Billy, sure. here, here's what I got going on. Can you, can you come up?" So he hopped on the Viking Nord Express train, came overnight up to Copenhagen. I had the oh. the studio thing in place, and he we had arrangements. He told the whole gang just what to do. So the whole record really is Billy. I was just the vehicle for the right. the songs but i mean all kids but you had all, all the
5: great musicians they were just like it's like you know, i
4: had it lined up and he came in and gave orders and, and really the, the greatest guys
5: doug rainey and you know, he just said hey okay rock you take this uh oh doug chord solo for linda and this, just you know just like point and boom done you were producing you were just, producing yeah, but then song. billy
4: sat down i played a, a bed track on this tune i wrote called sorry to say which was a contest between me and a guy named Bob Caldwell here in town back in the day. And we liked the title, Sorry to Say. So we each said, well, we'll come up with a tune called Sorry to Say. And Billy really liked the tune. So we said, just play me a little bit on it. And he said, then we'll erase your track. I'm gonna, I, He said, i got some ideas. Yeah, I want to play, well, play piano. I want to play piano on I want to interject
5: something here. Billy was always a, uh, a musical mentor to all of us. Yeah, read. for when sure. When we were growing yeah. up, he's the first one who ever bought me at my first Beatles record. Oh, which was, uh, which was rubber sole. There was a rubber sole on oh, 6, 6 or 7 or eight. <laughs> wow. no, I can't so remember, I, but it was so Yeah, incredible. I brought him rubber sole. And, and and talking about you too. I mean, when we were all grown up and and he was always instrumental in, in kind of guiding us in where to go musically True. You know, and and uh, and trying to figure out what we were going to do in our lives and you know, not, even though he was a <coughs> jazz snob for so many years. <laughs> And <laughs> you and well, Rockwell, man, it's like, look, man, you can't yeah. can't play that, man. You guys, I'm going to have to split, and you can't, you guys can't do this, man, because you, suck, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, with for Dad real. and Mom, they were total jazz heads, you yeah. know. So and we cut our teeth music. on that well, stuff. No, we, I was popped out, man. I mean, all that stuff that we grew up on was raindrops keep falling on my head, you know, yeah. And, and, yeah. The, and the monkeys and the Beatles and mm-hmm. great, great stuff. Know, well, yeah. but then eventually Steven Wonder. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. 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 And then that came later.
4: Oh, yeah, it did. It did. No, but but, I, I, I mean, I, I, while we're still on Billy, <laughs> I just want to brag about the group that he had in, in the, those years To prior to our even going to Denmark, the group called Natural Life, It right. got a five star in Downbeat magazine. Oh, yeah. Unheard of. With, With Cousin Morocco. Bobby. Yeah. And
5: Bobby Peterson. Yeah. Bobby Lyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that actually is Bob Rockwell's record. You know, with the first five star review and downbeat that ever Man. came out of here. I don't yeah. think anybody. Else, I think Dave King has had a couple with that. Yeah, so no. I yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. we the talk about. it. I said I got one of those back. In, you know, right, right. You little, little boy. boy had shit, Dave, what? what year was it? Seventy two. 73, <laughs> something like that, because I remember I had a Mini and You made me play it on the record. Oh, I sure did. Oh, you were yeah. the first guy to have it. The Mini Mogan. Yeah, 77? Yeah. No, yeah. rock, rock. think. No, I think it was 74. earlier. Now. Do
4: you think so? 74. It was the same
5: year I recorded with Dylan. Yeah, that, oh, that, that record I've got that poster out.
4: of you or of Dylan for you too. I should have brought it. to uh, you. Anyway, so that that's that my story about him and, and
5: well, you, being, Mom, you tell tell that story because they are they would all she would let you buy any dangly <laughs> uh, thing. He'd talk her into letting yeah. You, yeah. Ricky let, could do that, right? and Mom would, would get it. Well, I that was that was that instrument that was the mini Moog, and, and yeah. she... I said I was so adamant about it because it was such a cool thing. It was a synthesizer. When well, we were listening to George Duke. Uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, well, that besides you that, out, you know, well, it was Emerson, like and Palmer that really yeah. opened my eyes to that. So with the weird, Ooh, you know, scary <laughs> stuff, and I was <laughs> you thought that was that. great. I? But I could get because we had a, we had a music store out in Burnsville and one that was like uh, over by Southtown too. That these guys were the only ones that had these synthesizers, and mm. I remember uh, that I, w- I was able to go in and mess with them, and I could play with them. I was just so intrigued with it, and I could get sounds out of it right away. I could sirens. S- s- I s- remember s- a you terrorizing me with sirens. i could make it sound like a piano, and oh, that's oh, what oh, Doc oh. Mommy. I said, Mom, oh. I can get this to sound like a piano," not knowing that it was only you know a mono voice. You could only play one note at a time. Oh. But, oh. And... and <laughs> And she went well, okay. Well, and they Bodines was up on
1: sixty six and Penn or sixty right. fourth and Penn, right? Yeah. There. And they had a mini moog. No, so I would no, go no, 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 up there no, no. and play their
5: organs all the time. I mean, I'd go up and play all their instruments all the time. Go and all their all the time. Oh, there's Ricky, you know, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Willie's kid. He'd know. let you come in. He'd huh? I mean, let me come right. in and play with all those things. And I finally got mom up to go up there and mess around with it. She thought it was pretty cool, and she should, phew, he forked out the money, blown oh. oh, oh. no for it, man, and and that's for history for me cuz that was my favorite thing. Yeah. Over. Well, that, that and that that's had to really be when cool. you in the 74. Yeah, 74. And then I said, "Oh, this <laughs> thing is cool, man. You got to play this <laughs> on Androids." It's <laughs> Rockwells record. And that's all wow. I did. I Just sat and played with that. Well, for... that was that was a real crossover oh, jazz it was out, man. It was it's it's like avant-garde. Yeah. Yeah. And, cool. and 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 but rock. that was our introduction. You you did that. You brought us all into doing that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, you but it, well it, and I like the story yeah. about Patty's re When but I'm you talk about a life lesson, so the first recording session, you wanna you tell the story. Yeah. To that I well, could you
1: don't even okay. have to talk. We'll, we'll get one. to you later. They don't know about me. T- I'll
5: talk about him when I, yeah. we bought his first drum yeah. set. Okay,
3: so cool. I sang R and B for the first big portion of my my career. I'd say sixteen to twenty six for sure. Was all top forty R and B tunes. Memorizing every Shaka Khan like there was known to man. <laughs> yeah. Sang a lot of Stevie Wonder. I sang a lot of Chicago tunes. Tower of Power tunes. That was so much fun. I was working six to seven nights a week with two teensy-weensy kids. And uh, as it turns out, in my late 20s, there was a jazz club opening, and you said to me, Patty, I think you should come and do this gig with us. And I'm like, what? I mean, because I remember singing Ooh. a song at twenty-five with our cousin Bobby, the piano player, mm-hmm. and he tried to it was somebody's backyard and he tried to play me an intro to get into on a clear day. <laughs> I could not find dough. My <laughs> life depended right.
1: on mm-hmm. it. Bobby <coughs> so, you have to uh, pay attention uh, to
5: Bobby. Uh, I, well,
3: <laughs> attention to what? That was an it was a planet I had never been to before. So right. anyway, you and I had done enough gigs, and at that point, I think we were playing with a few musicians and playing the Dakota, and and, Glenn Swarson, uh, and, you and me. yes, and then the Lemington, and Glenn and Lee and and, Lee and then it, then it was Bobby, and so anyway, this incredible trio, and I was really learning, and Billy was teaching me by going, listen to Ernestine Anderson, listen to Nancy Wilson, listen, and we did. Growing up, have that as influences That's what, in what the mom house. And dad to. Well, uh, yeah, but not Ernestine, and so she no. had a pocket that I was like, "Oh, Morgan. I get this," Portland, you know. Yeah. And oh. then at thirty-one, I just had my third kid, and I was singing a lot of jingles, just starting to get into that business as a young adult. And uh, quite honestly, I was hired for my soulful voice, but as That's a right. result, I found that there was a studio out in the western suburbs where they, we could record something live mm-hmm. in the studio. And I called you. I remember being in the parking lot going, hey, we could record live in this studio. What do you think? So you put together...
5: <laughs> you put together... Don't throw me in that briar <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Kenny Horse, David
3: Hazeltine. Kenny on drums, David oh. Hazeltine on piano. You, Iris Sullivan. Now, yeah. that was the first session. Mm-hmm. And it was one day two or three takes at a time and you said go and I went what
1: yeah.
3: and it's so interesting because when I talk about that now this many years decades later it's I still do do some of those arrangements <laughs> and it's because sure. it was in the moment creativity and right. he just yeah. said oh, yeah. trust yourself just go just oh. do it I like it when you get when you're not on your center. And yeah, when you and hang you're, yourself, you when you, right, exactly. When, you,
5: when you recover, it's the best stuff you'll ever do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll
3: never forget that. And I went.
5: It's a good teaching, man. Oh yes, that's and, a good teaching.
3: Yeah. And it, and I remember Ben Sidrin saying, "You get the. We would do some of them were one takes, mm-hmm. and we just kept them. Some of them were two takes. And Sidron always said, make sure that if you're doing something live, please honor the fact that your most character is going to be on the first or second take.'"
1: Oh, well, exactly, yeah. and right. it was that's like that's I true. lived that's with that.
3: stuff that I in the that's studio so wouldn't have had to have lived Solos, with
5: anything like that. Yeah, you yeah, know, right. That kind of thing well. always gets off on the first take.
3: Right. You're well, like, mm. yes,
5: because then you go in and you go. Well,
3: Second well, I guess fix it. that.
5: Yeah. Probably fi- no. No, no. children is like no. Nope, <laughs> oh, no, you're not. He's not the, the greatest at that. Right. So
3: it was a real humbling learning experience for sure. Yeah. but that was that was really cool it's a great record <laughs> too and oh, then we, we went so we finished good. a couple great of tunes history. we had Rockwell we did the first tune down here and yeah, it yeah, was Rockwell answer, and we used yeah. one of those mm-hmm. Bobby Rockwell on sax same configuration but then it was just the trio at Metro Studios to finish it up right. and and was Hayes in the whole and, record the whole record and Kenny and you mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we did uh, Stevie Wonders, You and I, just, just live in the studio.
5: Yeah, I remember that. And I said, just go do it now. <laughs> yeah.
3: And yeah. we went, I Haze, went, okay.
5: Hayes is putting a hurt on it, you know. Oh so, Yeah, so.
3: and I'm praying for for continuity.
0: Does Did Patty come to the party is really Absolutely. what I want to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
5: That it, it, it goes for any of us, man. We all respond under the gun great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yesterday really? was a prime example. That's <laughs> true. Last yeah. night, right? Yeah, it really so, And it was, and it was. It turned out to be so enjoyable, and the people. You just see the people's faces, and you go, "Oh, that's why we're
3: here."
0: Yeah. Right. yeah, right, right. Patty, talk about your little brother over here, okay. Billy. You talked about Patty. Oh, Patty, why don't you talk wow. about your little bro?
3: Well, um, we used to love all those same, <laughs> same records that we talked about. Right. We talked about already, and. Um, I remember when Daydream Believer came out and Ricky had the parts down and you were nine or ten years old and singing and playing like crazy. and I'm t- tapping into the fact that you really are good at this. And then you started. What tune was it? <laughs> Daydream <laughs> you Believer. Oh God, and <inaudible> I <inaudible>
5: told you the
3: monkeys. <inaudible> <yeah>. <inaudible> right. Whatever. I loved and you it. totally got it. Yeah. And then I remember you joining this band that I swiped from you because you were 10.
5: Right, because I was too young, and you, I was playing keyboards with with, a, with Dale Juarez, and wasn't he Open Road?
3: No, 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 no. Was it it was the Cinesex. Oh yeah,
5: was, yeah. Bill I don't Simisex. remember the name of it. Anyways, uh,
3: anyway, yeah. anyway, we um, we much like you, Paul. We you know we loved Stevie, we loved Shaka, we loved yeah. uh, funk tunes, we loved R and B. We mm-hmm. were we gravitated towards bands that did that, and we. Absolutely loved working together, singing together, right. which has not changed. But uh, I, then he started to desert me and go for the bigger and better because he deserved every piece yeah. of it. Mm, well, Whether it was good vibrations that, but... in town to meeting Bonnie Raitt to meeting David Sanborn. And it was so interesting to me when I was um, courting my my second husband and he was working in California I'm driving through the mountains in California, listening to this sax player named David Sanborn going, I love this music. Oh, in about six months, you're working with him. And so he became a family friend. And I've just, I've met such wonderful friends through you. But here's the thing. You're fun. You're serious. You come to the party and you shine. And when it's your turn to shine, people walk away going, what did I just experience? <laughs> wow. last
1: again, last night, night Evan a Evan classic Evan. example. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yes. You, got a,
5: you got a standing
3: ovulation. I know. We, could have, we should have ended the show right there, actually. And i went, yeah
5: okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no. it
3: was pretty exciting. I wondered
4: if like, you might, because yeah. that, that was just so... Oh,
5: I well, it was pretty yeah. cool. Everybody oh, talk yes. about coming to the party. That's That's when everybody shines, is when everybody is in the moment and doing it. So... It wasn't just me. It was all of us.
3: I want to also say that you as a producer and a writer, um, your solo endeavors are incredible. And the vision that you've had with who you've collaborated (coughs) with, I know it's Billy on occasions, but the uh, the jazz fusion, because I don't know how else Mm -hmm. to say it, it's still jazz. It's still real players. Mm -hmm. And it is the culmination of so many styles that you have embraced in Mm -hmm. your life. And and your songwriting ability is fun Thanks. and deep.
5: I got taught from good people that well, write songs.
3: And and your voice. This guy can That's sing. Thank you. Yes, indeed. you can thank you. sing. Mm-hmm. Thank you that is that so much fun.
5: fun. Well, I got to tell you if you if I can collaborate or, or elaborate on that a little bit.
0: We're going to break away for a second here so I can tell you about a couple really important items. Number one, we have a brand new highlights page on YouTube. We want you to check it out. It's especially made by our intern, Jake Miller, for people who don't have quite enough time to sit through the entire video podcast. It's a great way to catch up on some great tidbits of information from all of our guests. You're going to have to search for it, I'm afraid, just simply because we need more subscribers on there in order for us to get a custom URL. But it's Music on the Run Highlights. You know what else is on there, you guys? A brand new feature that we've been doing strictly on Fridays. It's called Funk Friday. Got to have a little funk for your weekend. We feature great musicians, some former guests, some future guests, and it's a little one-to-two-minute vignette of us jamming and funking out. And it's a great way to kick off your weekend. It's called Funk Fridays every Friday. Check it out. It's on the Music on the Run Highlights Reel, and, of course, you'll find it on Facebook and Instagram as well. All right, let's get back to the interview.
5: Elaborate on that a little bit. Ben Sidron, we were talking about him earlier and He's the guy that kind of got us
0: all really going with all the, all the people that we've met. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Billy, you were
1: the first guy to bring him into our lives.
5: And, well, and David, brought, David, David Rifkin brought. David Rifkin. But Quick Millie brought me in on that thing. So, right. And, right. Well, well Princess what, Producer David Rifkin, David Z, right? Right. Was a good friend of mine, he played. Still rolling, and he was at ASI Recorded, recorded he was Life. He rec- 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 Him and Dickie Hedlund, good mm-hmm. friends. Wow. Real, yeah. so, real good musicians. There. And we were into that particular um, uh, genre of, of recording. We loved going in. I loved the, the technology of recording and doing all that stuff. And so we got into that. in Sidron, of course, when, when, when all the synthesizers and drum machines and all that stuff came out, I had them because I had to have it. Of course. Right. And all that stuff, I, I learned how to use it and was able to to really manipulate the stuff into mm-hmm. making music with it. And, and we sat at, Billy and I lived together, and and Ben Sidran really got me into this whole scene with uh, with Tommy LaPuma and David Sanborn mm-hmm. just because of what we did with him. Yeah. And we did a bunch of records with him, and of course Steve Miller came along after that. Mm-hmm. And, well, that, and yeah, exactly. And it did, it, it, it just, I'm going, chronologically, yeah. yeah. you know, going up, so. And then all that just turned into things with Tommy LaPuma Came out to see us at the Portland Arms, and he walked in. The poor guy almost fell through the, the floor. He's got, a, on he's the, got a five thousand dollars suit on, yeah. and, and, and oh. the Portland Arms is just destroyed. It's just where <laughs> the, the porch <laughs> itself was just he, like you know, you he, he right was like when you open our constructions. Yeah, he's yeah. got a terrible, uh, bad leg, leg right. too, you know. So and he comes up, he says, Ben, what are you bringing me, man? <laughs> <laughs> We're a hard office, like nice hard to get. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. We looked as soon as we opened the door to this place." Billy and I had we had a grand piano, seven foot four, seven Yamaha, foot four Yamaha stuff. piano. Mm-hmm. But we all got and I have to play. That's a quick story behind that <laughs> because I got found all these pianos for Creation Audio, Prince, and Billy. And Billy, we all bought it from the same place because they were cheap and they were, they were down in Iowa, Waterloo, Iowa. We right. got these oh, right. pianos anyway. So we had that. Billy had five bases. I had a keyboard set up with a DX seven, was brand new at the time, mm. and I had a, a an LM one drum machine. Right, go, uh know, uh, Elindro, and uh, so we were making music all the time, and Ben would come in there and go. And we were doing this funky stuff, and he really wanted to do some funk stuff for his, you know, rap. You mm. know, the way he sings, like uh, Mo's Allison kind of vibe, and and uh, he's such a great, what's what's the word? He's a psychological, not psychological, but uh, Phyllis, philosophical, philosophical, yeah, philosophical yeah. songwriter, and so we wrote all these grooves for him and. And all of us were involved. I got you involved mm-hmm. with it too, and you got you came in, and this is how we all just kind of went, get, 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 and we all met all these people, got to right. play with everybody, Sanborn, George Benson, and all these just wonderful musicians through that particular uh, that connection. And that connection yeah. You know it. what
0: Ben said to me during my interview with him? He get nothing brings him greater joy than to see his friends succeed.
1: <laughs> well, Aww. isn't that
0: the truth? Problem? But that's I asked him like I said, truth. if it wasn't for you. We yeah. wouldn't be doing what we're doing. We would be doing exactly. it, but not at the yeah. level that we're right. doing it. Right. Because you
5: know? he, he let us go. He said, let's go. Here's the yeah. catch. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Here we go. Here's your chance. Uh, Here's yeah. your chance. Here well, you know. we go. And But David Rifkin is the new Ben Sidron from Los Angeles. And he said, you know, Ben needed a guy that could cross over, swing, and play sure. some funk, right? Yeah. So, in those days, it wasn't that common. Yeah, I right. I yeah. yeah, I could do both. <laughs> you could do so both. He, that, boy, so, were, man, so Rifkin's going, uh, 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 yeah. he's going, who, who the heck can do it? I don't know, Billy Peterson. Yeah. So, Prince was doing his demo for Little Red Corvette and Sound 80 in Studio yeah. One there.
1: Yeah.
5: He's sitting up in there, you know, and I'm going, I knew this cat because I had played commercials with Prince. He was a brilliant guitar player when he was 14, 15 years old. Tommy Tipton would hire him on commercials. Oh
1: wow! Oh, so I <laughs> See, I, didn't I didn't
5: know, know that. that. I didn't I know that. Well, I a of, now. It's okay. Yeah. So I'm going. Who is this cat? They just so cut good. this one. He said, <laughs> oh, <laughs> "His name is Prince." I said, "Oh, yeah." God, he's good. You know, he's right. probably 14. I'm, I'm, what? Uh, you're the same age as Prince would be. so yeah. I'm, I'm so, eight 62. years old. I'm, yeah. I'm twenty early 20s. Yeah. it's at Keith Moon Studios where Prince did all of yeah. that stuff in the early exactly. days. Wow. And you know, David Rifkin was the catalyst that introduced me to Ben Sidron. There you go. And then I, you know, whatever happened after that, he said, okay, yeah. you're on the band and we started touring. It was 1978 and so we we played all over the world together and, wow. uh, and, then and that still one do. thing led to Yeah, we still do. That one thing led to another. And, and Rifkin, you know, that, I just want to put a thing in there for Rifkin because David and I worked together a lot after yeah. that also, after that all of us became into in, fruition that with, all these different musicians. And we sat and we worked at Paisley Park when Be- and Prince became a big star in 85 after Purple Rain and they built this beautiful studio. So we were all there and had it filled all the time during the
1: 90s. Oh, and yeah, everybody. In, yeah, well, we yeah. We were in every single studio in every yeah. room. And
0: boy, you know boy, that everybody. David produced the family record. Yes, he for sure did. So, I mean, that's I how far that. the yeah, connection right. goes back. Yeah. Talk about your little uh, tiny nephew over here. Little boy, yeah. Talk about him. Then we actually made it around. This is going to be about a five-part series, by the way. <laughs> no kidding, man. But it is what is this needed to happen?
5: You know, of course. It's this this fun happen. to reminisce it's and, really, and yeah. think about it this is because our brains are kind of null right now, because of this this scene that we're in. You know? Oh, the COVID, yeah, the COVID. Side. But he's yeah.
0: the sponge. Yeah, talk I mean, about is the sponge. sponge. Well, that's
5: true. But all of yeah. you guys are. Everybody is. I mean, we sponged off everybody. Belinda mm-hmm. sponged up the Patty and you and. Everybody kind of comes to the party when it comes with that, but for Jason, learning, I, I remember him growing up and always coming up. Uncle Rick, will you show me this? It's on the piano, and I, ah, get away from me! I'm busy. I'm busy. But <laughs> <When> he'll <laughs> he always, always same thing. he'd be in the corner, always <laughs> listening and going, I can do that. And he'd go in there and he'd cop all the stuff that you and I were doing. And then, of course, when when he was finished with you and I, yeah, he went to Willard. And Smart. Went, went, he went. Billy taught him some stuff and got got him to play some stuff that he's never thought of and, and was interested in all the time. So you've yes. always been a great interest mm-hmm. in great music, muse, musical, so musical in your in your. He would have mom showing
4: him stuff on. the oh, Absolutely. Somebody well, that to was that. the whole
5: thing. You were yeah. always inquisitive and you always talked about. Yeah. You know you but wanted to learn I did want you to guys. learn yeah. mom yeah.
3: did that for all you guys I remember mm-hmm. you asking her for changes on oh. Danny oh yeah yeah. Oh, yes I remember him. that too that so that that whole legacy was handed down and there you are utilizing yeah. the same thing and what
5: I wanted to finish up with is that I remember when Billy taught him I think it was was it around midnight or what tune was wow well, he, he's going for an audition right, right for for 30 30 30 30. he's got nothing right yeah. this is how he rolls so he yep. comes over to my and Maria, we're together, and she said, "Uncle Bill, Help. Uh, I'm going still to this day." And we asked "What are you doing?" I know you do. He said, "I don't want to do nothing." I said, "Oh boy, okay." So Herbie had just reharmed around midnight for the movie. Around yeah, is that what it was, right? Yeah, right. Was yeah. yeah. midnight. Yep. And so I said, "Okay, man, I think I, I think I can get you." A little do this and, it and, was going for a scholarship yes yeah, right for berkeley right so he comes by my apartment i, I got the seven foot four piano yep. down like oh geez i gotta steal herbie's changes on the, on the <laughs> oh whoops doggone it you know because he, he just killed talking about his fun. you know yeah So, so i'm going i steal too. all herbie's changes yeah. and i say okay now this is how you got to play for these yeah. guys i know the guy what they want to hear out right. there for him get him a scholarship right, right? Yeah. so i tell him exactly here's the changes I'll I'll put the panel bit down. Is that how we ran it? You well, I think we initially
2: did it there, but we actually recorded right here in the in basement. basement.
5: Now,
1: of course, we.
2: That's did. what yep. I thought you would. Yeah, write. we recorded I mean, right here. Her. You helped me yeah. work out a solo. Yeah, <clears> throat> we,
4: throat> that's we
2: sent that too. in and got some money, yeah. scholarship money. You got and, a free ride to Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley. That, yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, because of what Billy. Yeah, done. but I knew yeah, what those
5: was. guys would right. think. Oh, what, what's this kid coming in with? And you know, that's anyways. That's. Oh. That's Jason in a nutshell man and, and the rest is history going. I think your first gig was with uh, Richard Marx was Richard Marx was that the first one or was it so uh Richard Marx was solo? my first
2: big touring gig. And <laughs> okay.
5: actually I was going
2: to Berkeley and I yeah. got home that the summer after my first year at Berkeley and then Paul said, "Hey man, you want to possibly I could throw your name in the hat for this gig." Because you were with uh, Left Bank Management, Mm -hmm. uh, Alan Kovac, right? So Mm -hmm. Richard Marks and Paul had the same manager. Anyway, he got me an opportunity. There was a guy named, uh, was it Jimmy Z? Jimmy Z was the guy playing with uh, Richard Marks at the time. And I don't want to say too much about this story. But anyway, Jimmy Z got, Richard was opening for Jeff Beck Mm -hmm. at the Tokyo Dome. And Jimmy Z found a way to get himself fired. I'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> so he gets a call. call Paul calls me. He said, man, I've got an opportunity Very for eloquent, you. by the way. That was a very nice Did nightmare. you like that? that was okay. Politically correct. Right. Found a way to get fired. He, he found a way to get, get himself running. fired. Thank you. <laughs> we always do that. Yeah. We've all done it. So anyway, I get the call from Paul. I come in. And the next, he said, you want this gig? I'm like, sure. I was 19. I was getting ready to go back to Berkeley for school, but I, he's like, "You got the gig. You're on a plane tomorrow to <laughs> Japan." Yeah. So I didn't even know this music at all. So I had like an old walkman, and yeah. I'm trying to like learn Richard Marx's gig on the walk band. on the I'm I'm on, on the, the plane. plane. Yeah. <laughs> they picked me up at Narita Airport in a limo, send me to the Tokyo Dome. That's your first gig. First gig.
0: Go. Yeah. Hello, Hello. Well, we talk about welcome to the game. That's though, what we Lions do. Fan. We kick, yeah. kick them coo- to the wolves. Yeah. yeah. So you guys, did it to yeah. me. We do. Yeah. me. Yeah.
2: And I just, wanna, I just want to expound on one thing that's really important to me in growing up with all you guys is I've learned something from every one of you guys, including Grandma. Yeah, of course. And I call it the Peterson School of Music. I mean, <laughs> I am so fortunate to able to draw from that well of knowledge and experience and understanding. But you're very talented also. You are well. I I do want to learn. You said that before. I I always want to keep learning. But That's I'm what thankful it's about. that you guys are here to help me. You know, Man, yeah. and we all help each other. But I just yeah. want to say that I mean, what an unbelievable opportunity to great with you guys, great life yeah. That's true. and I'm learning a, a lot. Always I'm learning is. a lot about the backstory. That I don't even know. Yeah. So this is really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's great.
0: So let me, let me read you something. I, I reached out to a few other families who are musical, and I, I I want to read you a couple of things. Here's number one. When I think of Minneapolis, Minnesota, <coughs> there are three things. Cold, Prince, and the Peterson family. <laughs> oh. That's from Ivan Neville. Oh, oh Ivan, that's great. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I just did, got through doing a gig with him. Go on.
0: Number two, there is nothing in the world better than a close family. The Petersons are the perfect example of what happens when a family loves together, works together, and plays together. Victor Wooten.
3: Oh, Oh, wow. He should know. Yeah, right.
0: Here's number three. Here's a story of a family named the Petersons, who are one of the most musical, funny, loud, entertaining... (laughs) Loving and caring families, the Escovedos know. We oh, thought we were talented until we met them. We oh. love you, Petersons, the E family.
4: Yeah. Oh, oh wow. 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 sweet. Isn't that nice to hear? So sweet. Wow. sweet.
5: Hey, can we talk about you for a minute?
0: Yeah. Nope. You know what, though? We don't, they have a whole well, episode they, on have, me. They
5: have an episode on me, too, so we, we don't have to do that. But we want, we, you're part of the family. so I am? Yeah. So would you do me <laughs> a favor and one of you guys expound a little bit and we can go around the horn. Just oh, for
0: five minutes? Just super brief. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
5: oh, because they, they
1: know like about me so already. Don't be,
4: don't be nervous. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm oldest and he's youngest. So I was already out of the house when Paul was born. He was number one, the cutest little kid you've ever seen in your life. Co-head. He could... Little blonde, and the rest of us Little are dark head. hair. Yeah. Little blonde, blue eyed kid, yeah. okay. and mom would bring him over to my apartment, and <laughs> and he was he could whistle when he was nine <laughs> months old, and I could mean I, I was remember that. I was like I eighteen totally years old. I was laughs hard. I fell off the couch. Mom could never no, forget okay. that. I mean, no. you were so cute. And playing drums on the pots and pans, but so are you. Yeah, baby. I did that too. Yes, yeah, so I mean, I remember just, Paul. What when
5: I was playing drums when he was a baby? Yeah, and he was so scared of those cymbals that he would hold his ears. Because oh. He's still doing it <laughs> to this day. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> yeah. it was like Perfect. It's so terrible. It's I remember him playing the drums, too. You know, and I'm going, oh, sure. Looking at this little freak, man. Yeah. He's nine months old. Yeah, and yeah, they're playing Wipeout. Absolutely. He can actually playing play Wipeout solo. Uh, nine unbitty. months old. He couldn't well, sit. Were, he had stand You were two or three. three. Yeah.
3: You were 10. Yeah. And I was, i no, Twelve. you were eight, and I was like 12 yeah. or something. Yeah. And we did television together. We, we did. did. We did. So I was 13.
5: Yes, the nurse. 14. 13 or 14. Yeah. But I remember you sitting there, and I'm going,
4: geez, buckets!" Oh. Could... Yeah, wipe yeah, up. Going. I remember that so well. Yeah, but, 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 but he's not ball sitting
3: ball. in a chair, mind you. He's standing <laughs> yeah. up, yeah, he can't playing either. it, he's and he can still go. I couldn't reach the toe head yet. No, he was too. That's what I remember. Oh, I remember
5: the well, I mean, was a, it was yeah. unbelievable. Well, talk just about a wow.
3: sponge. I mean, we always talked about you being the sponge, the trickle-down effect. Yes. And then you talked about it with him, but mm-hmm. seriously, this wow! I mean, I watched that happen with right, you, mm-hmm. and we were so close. We all and all your love and passion with with music. It was just undeniable.
1: Mm-hmm. And alert,
5: mm-hmm. fast learner, smart. Yeah. I mean, right away got all the the all the logistics of all the stuff and why we are doing this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Billy right. got it. He hit it right on the nuts. You got the you know the the got the talent, man. You got you
0: yeah, got blessed with all that beautiful. Yep. Thank you. Well, you would I wasn't play. Expecting to hear the, you, you would play guys. with Those. mom
3: as a really, really young kid. I don't know, maybe eleven or twelve.
0: She gave me so much. And so you learned all the standards yeah. working with yeah. mom and right. But yeah. I remember
3: you at fifteen years old. He couldn't come to a gig with the TC Jammers. Yeah. You Moby the, Dick's. Yep. Moby Dick's. Dude, this is f- for
5: me. Letting you and Moby and, and, Dick's at fifteen. <laughs> there, <laughs> really? I
3: have a videotape of wow. it. Okay. <laughs>
5: yeah. Whoa. Clarence, yes, I I got to see You remember Clarence the size of Clarence? Uh, of course plant. I remember yeah.
3: Clarence, he, yes. Oh and you
5: they let him killed, killed it. And it, it was Josh in.
3: Weaver oh. on the bass. It was so much fun. You were with wow. Bonnie or somebody. I can't quite remember. but
5: I had to sandbag it or
3: something. I, can't, I, can't I don't remember.
0: remember. You might have been in, in, in uh, Iowa, snowed in. Is oh, is that what it was? Yeah, so fun. Really? The gold fan, Bobby Gold, owned that place. Yes,
3: wow. I remember that too.
5: Man, and right. I used to speed talk about was history. History.
3: I he was. was a, do you know that? Yeah, I do know that. <laughs> I remember that. Like when we were
5: kids, He's we skated against each other. Yeah. Yeah. You guys all speed skated, did you not? Well, uh, we we million this million is I a great I transition
0: did. because this is called "Music on the Run." We yeah. haven't right. even gotten to you know what people do as far as being healthy. We all have our different things that we do individually or try to. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, exactly, and we're not spring chickens anymore. So, things have changed. We have our resident uh, almost Olympian here, and uh, Billy, you almost made the Olympic team in
5: well, 1980. Well, I did not. You know, I was in '81. I think the fast I skated the best actually in '81. So I was almost 30. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I was later later athlete Eric Hyden. You skated. were skating with Eric. I skated behind Eric Hyden a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: have, a, I have yeah. a funny story about Billy and, and, and us in Denmark. When, when he came to do that record with me in Denmark, he was preparing for this senior men's speed skating championship. Oh. And I was on the 13th floor of the Sheraton Hotel. Right. He would run up and down those stairs, A crazy crazy person. I would
2: run them, try to run them with you. Is that right? I would try to. Oh, my
4: gosh. And you were in the best shape of your life, you said. I came home and I broke
5: the state
2: record. Yeah, and and then you gave me the medal because it was around the time of my birthday. Right. And you gave me that medal.
4: He he
3: said, yeah, I won the medal. I'm the fastest geezer in the world now.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Was that a bike race, though? I think it was a bike race. Yeah, I was racing bicycles. Yeah, I won the state championship. Yes. Were you and Rockwell doing that together? Uh, I'll never forget that man. Anyway, yeah, you know, always, yeah, you that know, was. Do you remember you know, that? You remember that? Yeah, gave yeah, you the medal. I you sure said. did. So,
2: here yeah. you go. Yeah.
1: Wow.
5: Well. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we we're all athletic <laughs> to some degree, you know. And then, you know, when Dad passed, I was always throwing the ball to you, and you know, and uh, baseball. And Linda, Linda skated too it. at a young age. I mean, Ernie Garvin, the guy we mentioned earlier, was my keyboard teacher, and he was also a staff musician at WCCO, which was CBS Radio. And he he's looking at my dad, and he's looking at me. He said. Hey, you know, my my kids, dig this, man. Ernie had five kids that were national champions. Wow. Right. He was the greatest coach. He could see body language at a real young age, you know. And back in those years, Tom Gray was skating and and these great athletes coming Mm -hmm. out. Ronnie Ickes, you know, the Ickes boys. So Ernie looks at me and says, bring that kid down to the silver skates, you know, we'll throw some, I got some hockey skates and I won the silver skates with hockey skates on. And I guess, <laughs> he, said, Ernie says, he says, man, that kid, <clears throat> I think he's got it. You know, so, yeah. you know, he had, he started training and telling dad knew yeah. nothing about it. Dad was a hockey guy, you know? And, uh, so then Ernie, uh, spike dad's, um, uh, uh he just spiked it got him going on him and then he started taking me to these things and around right. with, Linda, you skated
4: too i yeah. skated and I, and i was good and i you'd get going so fast but what the folks didn't know is that i needed glasses, <laughs> and we were getting we'd get oh. going so so fast and it scared me because I really couldn't yeah. see well. I was near something. I'm going right. to kill myself or somebody else. Oh, and I kind of went Meh. and I also I think part of it was getting to be a, 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 a little young lady and thinking those ugly black long blade skates mm. yeah. were not very cute. Oh, God. That's
1: <laughs> what I really, really gave. It. It. But, uh,
4: you both you those things. Too? I don't know. Did you skate?
3: I was a speed skater, but um, I never joined a team. Okay. And it was, um, oh, I don't know. I grew up squishy when I was t- 10, 11, 12 years old. And Good. I Good. I, Good. I, was a, I was a I'm dancer, actually. And uh, I, I just, I never got into it, as, but I remained a speed skater my whole life as I was raising my four boys and stuff. So, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, I, I haven't been on a pair of skates in a super long time, but. Yeah. I loved it, and for years and years and years, that posture as a speed skater that you get, you just get so strong through. Yeah, you do get strong legs. Yeah. I, rem- I
4: think yeah. my legs are still strong
3: because of yeah. those early yeah. really days. Well, I used to work out with Billy at the
4: yeah, point our yeah. Oh. doing
5: squats oh. and stuff with right? really? yeah. hundred pound inner tubes on our Ooh. on our back, filled mm-hmm. yeah. with sand, Ooh. and doing I squats over something. there. Oh. I put a pair of skates on.
1: <laughs> Would you, Would yeah. you, bend, he, over? He Would you bend over to do it?
5: <laughs> I hated it. I was freezing.
1: No, I remember he, you I just You really good. Paul. Paul
5: skated.
0: skated. Um, with, I was okay. But yeah. with Damon. Yeah. The were. only reason I wanted to do it is because at the end of training, you take me up to Arby's for a Doggone apple right. cider. Oh, oh that's yeah. great. Cute. Are we done yet? Back. I want to go up for an oh apple boy. cider. Yeah.
5: That's <laughs> like hot apple cider. Yeah, it was
0: so good.
1: Yeah.
3: You were 15 and babysitting my kids at a gig we were doing in Duluth. We had a house, a band house, and you would take the kids in a stroller and run up and down the hills of Duluth.
0: Yeah, I actually melted the plastic tires yes, doing did. that oh, no. on the stroller. <laughs> I did. There it's you so go. But overall health at yeah. this point in your life. Oh, oh boy. We we Patty shouldn't be here. You came back to life. Thank you for that. By I the have way, we won
4: the lotto as a yeah. family. Oh my Thank god! You had yeah, yeah, an
0: aortic dissection. Yeah. Twelve here. years ago.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, well, 13 years ago. Um, 13, and 19. and it's only one in three people sur- uh, survived survive. such a thing. At least at that point, I had no idea there was something going on, except for I knew I needed an aortic valve replacement. Right. But what it was doing is if everybody, the little science project, the upside down umbrella handle <clears throat> comes out of your heart and feeds your body and your organs, your brain and your arms, your limbs branch off this. Well, there was a burst aneurysm, which is usually when people go. Yeah. And um, it's it's three layers to the wall, and blood gets goes down the right way and the wrong way and splits the entire way down. Most people don't make it. They don't make it when it happens. They don't make it during surgery. I'll tell you what. It, the experience was... It wasn't your time. Apparently, it wasn't my time, but right, I know that... God. For, for me, it yes. was just such an incredible, I mean, the joy and the gratitude on the other side of this thing. I think of being able to see my kids graduate, get married, have children, be with this incredible family and make mm-hmm. music and be with our mom in her last days. Yes. yes. And, right. and I, you know, it's funny what it leads you to, though, as well, and becoming a spokesperson for aortic dissection, mm-hmm. The probably the most famous person, one of the most famous is John Redder who died from this, right. Lucille Ball did. Uh, and so many actors lately, um, you'll find that it isn't just a, oh, a massive heart-related thing. It's actually runs in the family, right. so the bandwagon is to get people checked. Yeah. It, yeah, and, right. and so it's been an amazing journey. And now the boards that I sit on that are through the National Alliance on Healthy Aging and things like that, and telling my story to the FDA, I live as a mechanical heart valve. Take Coumadin every day. It's a small price to pay for oh, sitting yeah. right here with all. And of your so voice is better than ever. One
4: hundred and fifty percent. Well,
3: I just said everybody needs a new heart valve. <laughs>
4: no yeah, right. kidding. Hey, it's coming. <laughs> 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 We're all going to be bionic, bionic,
0: bionic before bionic. we get out of here. I,
3: my, my, my favorite type of of exercise for many years, and it's getting a little tougher now, uh, just because there's some restrictions. But it was Pilates. Yeah. I got into that and it really spoke to the dancer that I was as a young person and then as a as a singer-entertainer. And that was really something my body responded to. Like, I like working out. I like doing aerobics. I like lifting weights. But I loved the way my body looked when I was diligent for 15 years yeah. on Pilates. Mm-hmm. So that was my favorite. Yeah. And then I'm into holistic medicine as a result right. of one of my kids. And your oils and all that. With chronic ear infections. Yeah. And it led me on a path of... Learning about only using holistic medicine, but when I had my heart ordeal, now I walk the talk of integrative medicine. And so I have my right. handful of medications, and I have all my vitamins and essential it's oils. Right. And we all do, it's and good. that's exactly yeah. right. If I can,
5: all of us do. It's yeah. the Thank whole you.
3: experience, and just here I am talking about it. Thank yeah. you God, yeah. and it's um, yeah. really cool. So.
5: I like golf. It
0: wasn't your time, sister? No, I
3: know. You kicked the Reaper's that's, ass. That's, that's I love <laughs> it <laughs> when you say
0: that. Yeah, that's right. that's right. So, Ricky, when you're on the road with Fleetwood Mac, I know you because I came out and saw you. You have a routine. You I have to the a gym every day. Every I have day. Go to the
5: gym every day because that's that's. You have a. I mean, it turns into a. Um, it turns into a routine, you know. It really does because if you don't do that, you just you, you lay in bed, you know. Yeah. And, you know. Right. We love. We love going to the gym because we, we you find your buddies that go there and we laugh a lot and we do what we do and and, and you can do it with other people which mm-hmm. is great because when you're on your own it's tough to do it. Of course. You know. And we also that's like to, we also like to go walk. We do take a oh. stroll. It's a time to stroll it's time, it time to stroll on a day off. We strolled six, seven miles sure. around oh, the city. That's great. All in every city that we're in. Absolutely. There's I mean that's one day you'll stroll and the other day you're in the gym. it doesn't yeah. matter. But a little lifting weights I got you Absolutely. know the security guards that are down there that that are working out all the time. You know because they're right. they're just massive. Show you how to do it, and it's right. one, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: mm-hmm. You know, so I got I was actually I got arms that <laughs> on the road this yeah. last time. So yeah, wow. and in the in the
5: intern I got a, a bad hip now. So
1: yeah, I
0: but see that's going
5: to go away. It'll go away, but it's uh it's
0: you'll be, yeah, be bionic.
5: Yeah, people.
0: I got a bionic soon. Yeah. Uh,
3: but anyways, it's all good, man. Welcome to the family.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> right? Mm. JP, it. when you're on the road, or well, even when you're home, it's yeah. baseball, uh, your martial arts.
2: Yeah, I've been involved with uh, the Minnesota Collie Group and Rick Fay, my teacher, since about 1991. And uh, that's a big part of what I do. And then I like playing ball. And the same with, uh, like, Uncle Ricky. When I'm on the road with Michael Bolton, you're traveling so much that you have to take care of that part of your life. Because mm-hmm. you, you do get tired from sound checks and shows and traveling. You have to balance yeah. it with going to the gym, getting your rest. The stroll is perfect.
5: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I love walking you around these stroll. great cities. Well, that, you know what we used to do also when we were playing with Miller? We'd all go play golf. And yeah. we, would, we would call... The golf clubs, and we love playing golf. We all, I sure. I, mean, I grew up doing it as a kid. You know, I haven't done
0: it much lately, but right,
5: but we would go, we would call the, the local um, uh, country clubs
0: hmm. and go, Hey, we got tickets for you. I got
5: tickets for you. What <laughs> you got a kid, you got a couple of money. you know, so we'd go play golf. <laughs> yeah and you know we got Miller out there we got Steve Weiss who was our sound yeah, engineer right. at the time doing it that's right And Billy right. I think you came out Paul you were there yeah. all the time and it was just yeah. we had a ball man yeah. Yeah. and you guys were runners all the time I remember that you ran a lot so yeah. and we had a little routine with Steve man we'd all do stretches and all sorts of things on our days Steve, off Steve, uh, when we were at the gig yeah. in the outdoor amphitheaters I remember going would yeah. have a Ritual. We'd all yeah. do stretches and, and yoga crazy. and all sorts of crap. You know, vocalizing. Wow. Yeah, yeah very I remember you guys doing, doing a friend. vocal warm up. Yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah, that too. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Steve, <laughs> say Ali
5: yes.
0: Ma. And yeah. Steve
5: was very yeah. adamant about yeah. us singing. I remember yeah. that.
0: and yeah. singing
4: together. So that was I cool. And remember.
0: Linda, you're a walker, a walker. I know.
4: I'm a walker and a treadmill gal in yep. the winter time if I'm home.
0: Yeah, things so, did that help relieve stress. weights
4: upstairs. Yeah, I mean just whatever. Whatever's at hand, but I do like my treadmill, and I am a walker, a daily walker. Yeah. So those Bill, are the things that I like to do.
0: Billy, what was your mode of transportation this last February, March, and April <laughs> in, in Maui?
5: <laughs> well,
4: I I went out there,
5: you know, after yeah. my birthday on the 23rd of January. To visit and me. And to visit you. Ricky was rehearsing <laughs> with, was that Fleetwood Mac rehearsing? No, it was Mick Fleetwood. A a, yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. So Ricky yeah. was the musical director on that. Yeah. So he's he's out in Maui. I'm going, hmm. He's staying at mm-hmm. he's staying at the Andaz Hotel, and I'm going. Hmm, you know me, I'm a couch surfer. Yeah,
1: to
5: Do something. I like said he's got the damn Andaz. You know, I'm going. Okay, I'm going to throw my bicycle in, in in a bike box and take all my rollerblades and all that stuff out there and. So I, I took my bike out, but he was staying at the out. So we ended up hanging with, with Glenn Johns and, and Mick, you know, yeah, right. just partying,
0: having the greatest time. Man. But and your bike was the deal. That
5: was, the bike, bicycle I brought So my that bicycle. was
0: your mode of transportation was your bike.
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I I love cycling. You know, I, I competed a, a lot of years on the bike right. cross training for speed skating and whatnot, you know, um, and skating. in the, the the time trials at the Olympic Training Center in Milwaukee, wow. that's what I did for Mm. many years you know yeah. and i actually backed into uh, uh being like that i was i was a real good athlete when i was young i was uh junior world you know in line for that skating with steve steve Doer and danny barry right. were all great skaters come on out of here and i competed with them but then i started playing so much music yeah. at about 17 i i didn't skate anymore mm-hmm. you know so then I got married at, at 19, and I'm going, geez, I want to stay in shape. And I just kind of started just skating in local uh, uh, races again just to stay in shape and play music. And the so, wall of trophies that's what I remember. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Your basement. Yep. yep. wall of trophies, man. You won every well. And then I said, Oh, man, didn't. you know, now I'm getting really <laughs> good at this. And I said, <laughs> So I talked to my young yeah. wife, she Lynn, we were twenty, twenty-one. She says, Man, you got like one chance in your life to do this you know right. Right in your 20s so she said go run down Olympic training center you got to go down and start you know training with, with the guys mm-hmm. yeah. so and I yeah, won great. national medals yeah. in the open class you know men's open class and stuff so I went better give this a shot just to see how good I, yeah. I am yeah. you know. sure it, or or shut the hell up you know yeah. forever hold your peace <laughs> you know, <right? laughs> but so I went down and then that's when I met David Hazeltine he yeah. was a little kid, you know, yeah. down in Milwaukee. That is a great he, story, by the way. United yeah. He tells oh, well, the Jim Chape and yeah. the great sprinter Chaps. from the United States made, chape's, remember chape's, he made like three or four Olympic teams, mm-hmm. right? He and I want to go out and have a beer. We trained three times that day, so we... This is how we met David Hisslitz. I so said we're coming down to John Hawk's Pub, you know, and I'm. It's packed. It was sad. No, it was a. It was during a week because we had to race on Saturday and Sunday. We w- wouldn't be drinking too much, so you know, the night before. <laughs> so we want to go have a few beers, and we go down and I. I would walk through, and people were smoking cigarettes in those. Days. You know, bars were full, and, and I
1: yeah.
5: walk into this haze, and I, we look like. Freaking bums, you know. We got all of our training stuff on stocking hats, you know, like mm-hmm. the kids wear today. But we, were, that's how we looked, you know, you know. And I walk through, and I'm hearing this music, man, like through th- through this the chaos. And I'm going, God, it sounds like Herbie. What are they playing? A Herbie Hancock solo record or something?
1: Know. Yeah, he's doing Maiden Voyage or
5: something. I'm going, Billy, unite. You and know, I just walked in there that I remember doing. when We were in Milwaukee recently. You said this is where I met Aesop.
1: Right? Yeah. Right we walked here.
5: right by yeah. there one with fleet yeah. and Mac. Yeah. yeah. So I walk in and I'm going, and I, I walk through and I said, "Well, this might have got to be canned music." I walk through the door like this, and I see this little kid sitting on a piano and he, and I'm he, he's playing it, and I'm I'm shot. Spent three training sessions. Me and Chase want to get a beer. You know. And I go back, and I walk back out the door. I said, I can't believe what I'm hearing. Is this little kid playing this? You know? So I walk back out the door. I said, Chapes, is he playing that? Is that kid playing that? I said, yeah. Chapes says, yeah, I think he is, man. It's coming through the whole sound system. Uh So I walk into it, and I look like a, a bum. I say, and he was just doing a solo piano set, and then there was an upright bass sitting there. I said, hey. Can I sit in with you? He, he's a little guy. Kidded. He looks at... He thinks I'm a street clown. You know? And <laughs> <laughs> I like I just ran a marathon. You know? Well, not yet. You were working story. towards that. Yeah. So finally, I talked him into letting me play with him. Man. And the rest is history. We've been oh, playing with wow. him forever. Yeah, but, wow. He, but that that was the night I met him, probably 78, wow. 77.
0: Well, I remember being on the road with you with Ricky. And we would party. Yep. And we'd have fun. And you had a famous saying. One of many many quotes of yours <laughs> one is, is. if you if you're gonna play you gotta, you gotta pay. pay you gotta pay yeah. The price. Well, sorry.
5: Right. yeah i mean we were kids so we could take it you, yeah. know, yeah. areas, you know? true but you were
0: always instrumental come on,
5: come on. let's go come on a, yeah. I, I ran a lot it's, with hangovers horrible. Hangover he
1: yeah. would
0: he would Ouch. make me we were in denver at elevation and we were at red rocks and he we would party the night before and he's oh. like come <laughs> on i'm like, "I don't." So good brother <laughs> and he'd make us run the steps at elevation at red rocks till we oh, hurled, my it, God.
5: Or or we hurled. To it was, it was the worst
0: i hated you for uh, that man. but then we were all ready to do it all over again
5: yeah you felt great yeah <laughs>
0: the other famous saying that 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 yeah, i gotta share with you and you've heard it before on here is uh i don't what is it i don't work i play right concerning music yeah right Right. I yeah, think I that's know. the, that's the most brilliant... Work. It's called playing, right? That's right. We don't yeah, work don't music, work. we play, play music.
5: Yeah, we, we play.
0: Well, yeah, I want to transition into this because I want to be good about your time and everything. But this is... Uh, first of all, when I started this podcast, this was a goal of mine to get you all together. And that's nearly yeah. impossible. But That's oh, so right. the only yes. good thing about COVID is that you guys yeah. are uh, all, in all, in all in town. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the legacy. mm that we have. Mom and dad had their legacy, but sorry to say, it's about our legacy and what we're leaving behind. What does the Peterson family legacy mean to you? And I'm just going to pass one down and be, be well, brief. We, 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 we
5: touched on it earlier yeah. about have, having the legacy and, and to have, passing it down to each one of us as sponges, you know, as we're, as we're growing up. And it, it ended up being talking about Jason and we're talking about what a legacy we all have created. To uh, And, you know, just to enjoy what we do uh, musically and, 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 and each other, for that mm. matter. You know, this is what we do. And, and I think right. that's the biggest legacy is the enjoyment of being together and playing. So.
1: Penny?
3: Oh, boy. So many things run through my mind when I think about that. Legacy to me is how can you make an impact in the world mm-hmm. and make it for not only the generation that is our parents, but for our generation, but something that i've learned about us is the more that we can play together it's truly our happy place mm-hmm. and i think that when we get together we're you know the antennas are open so much we could do a live recording and have about 20 albums mm-hmm. but there's something about the starvation of spending not spending enough time with each other that when we do get together Actually, booking a recording session isn't the key thing. It's where's the food and um, yeah, right, time's the, gig. Right. When the hang. And when exactly, the yeah. Yeah. when the hang—that's another one. It's all about the hang. It's right? The It's all about the hang, But also, I want to see. I. I think, <coughs> hats off to mom because mom would sit <coughs> and Sid, you can't see it right from this perspective. On the stairs, when all of us kids were rehearsing, yeah, right in behind this the basement. camera and yeah. lights, and yeah. and she would envelop all of the different talented people we would hang with. Some never went beyond the basement rehearsal space. Some excelled and went beyond. And so I think that has been instilled and instilled in all of us as well to be able to recognize the talent in other people. To be nurturers young or, or old, <clears throat> and for me to know that I grew up with these incredible parents. To be able to honor still the people through radio who are working. In their 80s and 90s, like our mom was, mm-hmm. and to be able to create a legacy where everybody's story gets heard, and so it's a consciousness in which we were grown, uh, which we grew up in, and um, I know that for me, we are, and whatever unfolds as a result of this moment on, from our love of each other and music, you know, I can't predict what it's going to be. We can make it happen, but man. I just know that it's going to be filled with that love that we all feel for each right. other. Yeah. So, no matter what it is, and, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. what about you, Willie?
5: Well, she said a lot there. Um, I think all our family is great at bringing the part, the game, hard. You know, mm-hmm. all you guys. Mm-hmm. And you know when we play like last night. I mean, uh, we this feed off each we other. Grew yeah. up, you know, delivered under the gun, right? You know, mm-hmm. And. Uh, You know, I I remember interviewing me when John Patitucci and I said, I said, John, I think I've seen you in the most amazing, stupid situations where you got, like, you're being videotaped and you got to play. And, you know, like one time, Hank Jones, he was playing with Hank. and I mean, Mm -hmm. talk about having to be under the gun and and being great. I said, how do you always come to the party? You know what not to play. (laughs) You know, you you always bring the the game, you know. And so so I think we have collectively as a family you know and you talk about legacy are we leaving a legacy i don't know you know right. we're just they're doing what we're supposed well, you know to what be we're, doing. i think that the legacy is making people happy is what we right what we did yesterday
1: yeah. right no, no, that was kind of a
4: parent the scholarship now
5: that's no. if i can do that then i've done my job right on. that's why we're here yeah, yeah. so i'm that. happy about that but and but Patatucci, under the gun you know i said gotcha you know, <laughs> and we're all great under the gun <laughs> what was his answer we, I mean, he, he said, I just keep my nose in the wind and my mouth said, I, I saw him on a Damn. record date. Somebody's dying. You know, and and he, he's in New York, and the drum <laughs> the drummer was not the appropriate but drummer, but it was fuzzy. a Japanese production. Yeah, <laughs> And Kenny Lewis and I sat at the bar, and I, I'm going, and Hank is looking, giving the dad look, the drummer, yeah. over the glasses like that. I'm sitting at the bar, I'll never forget it. <laughs> Ducci's in the middle, you know, like this. And the drummer wasn't the right <laughs> Off. And me and me yeah me, me and me and me and go oh, shit look at the old man doesn't like <laughs> and so John's in the middle of that but he just played brilliant man yeah. and between all this chaos going on yeah. film live yeah and some jazz club in wow. but the, back to our story yeah. and the legacy is I think we're all good at that and that's why we collectively all still get calls from from other people we you know sure. we've got this experience now which. Most of the time, in most cases, we're great at editing ourselves. <laughs> mm. Well, because yeah. we have all this... Except know, for this podcast. <laughs> <You're>
1: <laughs> a a exactly. <laughs> sorry,
0: sorry, guys. Good luck with the podcast. Are you yeah. sleeping
1: yet? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah.
0: Dominic, we're going, going to be a lot yeah. of editing. Yeah. Wake up over there. <laughs>
4: well,
5: yeah. Oh, but no, it. that's, I mean, call it a legacy. Nuts. You know, is it a legacy? No, we're just doing what we're supposed to be doing. Right up. Boom. I'm Hiddling to talk about
0: the scholarship a
4: little bit. Well, that's my thought on the actual legacy to answer your question directly. Yeah. When mother died, we uh, had a lot of money that people gave us at her funeral. And I mean, it was over $10,000 and we collectively said, what are we going to do with this? And I don't remember which one came up with. What about university? Was it Stuart? Yeah. Patty's husband, Stuart pastor. Anyway, brilliant. We all concurred that that was a great idea. And we've seen several of these young recipients i think we've just changed it from the genie arland scholarship which was of course mother's name and right. it was hers scholarship and now we've changed it to the peterson family so our legacy and will live on in those scholarships if sure. you know if they can keep going and it will live on in our kids okay. billy's boys are very talented mm-hmm. and paul's daughters are both talented one of whom is working very hard in la living the dream and patty's got a couple of boys who are wonderful musicians and you know i mean we're gonna just watch and wait and see what happens with these younger kids that we have and i'm we're already seeing it come through in our kids and
3: we have two granddaughters that are wonderful singers, and he has a grandson who is an incredible drummer. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the legacy, the trickle-down effect is continuing, so Mm -hmm. that's a legacy. More
0: Petersons.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So we're alive to see this. Yeah, sure.
0: Jason? Mm -hmm. Final thoughts on that? Uh,
2: As far as a legacy, I would agree with the combination of what you guys said. I mean, Willard has a saying, uh, let history decide. We no, just kind of use what yeah. God has given us, yeah. put it in play to the best of our ability, hopefully sp- spread some love through our gifts of music, and just do what we do. Um, mm-hmm. And that is the legacy. Yeah,
5: yeah. let history yeah. You
2: know, I think yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, it's the
5: yeah. dying truth.
4: And well, pass I mean, on the music, like pass on the jazz, yeah. pass on this great American art form. That well, certainly well, is something around. that Billy. Yeah has done. Pass on that art sure. form. Well, look, Pass on the elders as Patty has done with her funded sure. programs through KBEM the Jazz Station to, right. to g- show respect and admiration for our elders who are still living and working in the business into their 80s and 90s and you know
2: I And one last thing is just using Those blessings we've been given to to bring people together. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. You know, like last night, we've been locked in the basement for four months. It felt so great to play and have that interaction with a live audience and play live in real time with each other. It felt so good on a soul level of just doing what we're supposed to be doing. It was pretty cool. You, that's what I said. Is Jeanie Earland yeah. you know, your grandmother <laughs> Right.
5: You know, yeah. Right on. That's what. That's a legacy. If I can leave yeah. that, I'm, I'm
2: well, absolutely, absolutely right.
3: The yeah.
5: legacy is bringing the, the the game every time we play. Uh, every yeah. time. Bring we the play. game and, so like,
4: and, and making people happy. Well, yeah, and then let our history gift. decide. Yeah. You know, yeah.
5: Because okay. <laughs> So here's it's all me. about the hang. It's all yeah. about the hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
4: the billyisms. Yeah, seventy
5: four. Like well, the deal it's with You some of those out, man. You, know, it's you know, and then, us then Dylan's brother. You know, I've been working for David Zimmerman. He calls me up and he says, "Show up in the studio." Here's letting history decide. So I would do demos and stuff, man. And, and mm. so I show up in the studio and I, I back this up year. I, this is what year? This is seventy four. Mm. So I walk in with my upright bass and my other, you know, through, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm half sleeping. You know, probably been up, you know, I'm young, 23 years old. (laughs) And so I walk in, but this is letting history decide. So, so I, I see, there's Bob Dylan. He's, he's like Elvis. He's so. I said, yeah. I back out. I said, that's your really famous brother in there, man. What's going on? Right. (laughs) He's sitting there, you know. And so he says, well, here's what's happening, man. He's got a a record that he did. uh, blood on the tracks and half of he, did, he hates half the record he likes half of it that's going to live and he hates half I, I, I'm thinking to myself oh man I'm sure yeah, this is going to live You know. so anyway long story short we cut all the tracks that were the hits off that record with Bill Berg and myself mm-hmm. just on a you know over Christmas and New Year's and now the history has decided to put that in the Grammy Hall all those songs we did the Grammy Hall of Fame They yeah. recognize you though that's yeah. a hell of a thing they legacy. finally it's did yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. I mean that that's the I thought it would itself. never happen sure. li- live but guess what yeah. it, it it it's the same story as just yeah. always coming to the party and bringing right. again let history decide what That's right. true when you do the work you put the good work in Yes. Yeah, do what you're supposed right. to do,
3: and then you get thought of for the next th- next time around too. There's the a bring it.
2: right, if you do good work, it gives you the opportunity to do more good work. Yeah, right. yeah, right. I like right. that. Yeah. yeah, we've been very fortunate. There you go. Family, and
4: this you is to be yeah. in a state of preparedness, so that right. Yeah, I don't believe op- opportunity. It's not going to stop, here. brother. Oh, we what, know whatever. we're going to keep going. <laughs>
0: no, but it it, it got I, storage I, for days. Come on, I really like letting it flow Forest the way it's supposed to flow because. When are we ever going to have the opportunity to do it's something great. like this again? Well, maybe maybe this tomorrow the legacy to get this. Right
3: here. I know. Let history decide. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right, right. right. <laughs> family, thank you for taking the time right, out of your right. day to come and Welcome. do this, this, this podcast. So this fun. is history. This thank is you. legacy. This is the legacy.
3: Right
4: here. Right here. Right here. Your first podcast.
3: family of music in Minnesota. Here we are.
0: Yeah. We are so lucky thank to be you, Paul, able to be together and hanging out. And there you go. That is episode. 19, if I am i don't have my notes in front of me, <laughs> episode 19 of Music on the Run, the most special interviews I have done to date. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Music on the Run was hosted by yours truly, St. Paul Peterson. Edited and produced by my buddy, Davide Razo. Video editing by Ivan Sebastianov. And a very special thanks to the people who financially support this podcast. And remember,
1: family is everything.